Good morning. This is Bakes, Kevin Baker with Bakes Takes. Welcome to the show. Uh, it is uh, Sunday. We're doing this in the morning, September 19th. Hope you had a great week. And uh, let's get right into this. Why, why do I do this? Uh, my sons, Bobby and Jack, they're 24 and 23. They were in undergraduate business programs, and they would call and ask me questions. Why would they ask me questions? They know that I was a stockbroker uh, during the 87 crash and have been 25-plus uh, uh, years, I can't believe I'm saying that, uh, in hedge funds, mutual funds, institutional firms. I've gone long and short. I've been in every industry sector. Uh, I kind of, every market cap, I kind of know where the bodies are buried, folks. And uh, I found out after the 87 crash that uh, that uh, charts work. And, and I learned technical analysis to find better ways to, to get in and out of, uh, of different stocks. I do a lot of fundamental work, always have. I simply do the, 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 the chart work first and the fundamental second. It just works for me. You can make, you be the judge. Uh, I read the Wall Street Journal, Barron's The Economist. I listen to dozens of podcasts. I devour dozens of newsletters. I monitor my Google alerts bring. And I point you to those, give attribution, put them in the show notes. Uh, but know that if you don't want to do that, I'm doing it for you. Uh, I eat home cooking. All I do is talk about what my boys and I are uh, investing in and interested in. I have no conflicts. Uh, tell me what your pain points are, problems you'd like solved, topics I should cover. And uh, thank you very much. Thank you, especially Charlie, Justin, and Murph from you know getting this Luddite uh, out of the gates. Uh, we're going to be launching a premium version uh, soon, Bakes Takes Plus. Uh, a weekly call with me on Discord. I'll teach technical analysis, especially using your stocks and your ETFs uh, that are in your accounts. Uh, you help me design the show. Uh, tell me guests I should reach out to. Um, we are uh, hopefully going to be speaking with uh, Gus uh, Christensen from ShareScoops pretty soon and uh, Tim Rotolo from uh, URNM. So we've got some exciting things going on. Uh, would you like a text that like I send to my sons whenever I'm doing a trade? 610-331-4283. Fire away. Uh, this is not investment advice. Here's my disclaimer. Please conduct and share your own due diligence. This kind of segue, this is from fan mail, and this is a text I got from Joe in Rhode Island. We'll segue into my themes and groups because this is, um, uh, uh, you know, germane. But uh, he asked about uranium, and uranium has gone, uh, 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 you know, vertical here. Uh, and Joe, just to get to the chase, I'll, I'll go into some more detail. But for right now, I would, I think you should own some. And and we have to pull back on Friday, and maybe you know half your position, maybe five percent of your portfolio, something like that. Keep dry powder. And right now we're at eighty-six dollars, just so we're clear. And I'll go into all the charts in a minute. But if you see it come down to 79 and 71, two different uh, support points that were prior breakout points, then I would, I, would, I would step up. But I wouldn't be too cute. I just think you have to own it. I think we're in inning four, and I think we could go to extra innings. Uh, spot has gone from 30 to 50, and we've made this kind of money. And the old high, for reference, is 140 for spot. And I think we get there over time. So... Uh, own some and then be ready to buy if you see 79 or 71. And uh, this is a good example for Bakes Takes. I mean, I'll uh, monitor your stocks and ETFs as well as mine and alert you to buy and sell points. 
and I, I've got a good eye for this after all these years, and um, uh, I hope it's helpful. So and share this with your friends, please. Reddit friends, Robinhood friends, uh, and I'll offer strategy for those and fire away stocks that are problem children that you think I could be, uh, be helpful with. Anyway, my themes and groups. And uh, I know this is kind of becoming the uranium show, but it also it, it brings up a great point is that uh, if you let your winners run, you can make a lot of mistakes and still make a lot of money. And, and so when you get something right, stay with it and don't be so skittish. Um, this is the North Shore Global Uranium Fund, URNM. And uh, here we are at $86. Uh, now, the reason I bring it up, it's down Friday. And it was down Friday, you know, pretty hard, down 15% at one point, finished up down 10, and I don't care. Yes, the volume was heavy, it picked up, but we're in at $30 back in July. 30 to 86, I wish I had 100 of these. Um, we doubled in a month. We went from 50 to 100 in a month. You know, that just doesn't happen that much, doubling your money in a month. That's kind of like, you know, Bitcoin kind of action. So... Uh, we're down 10% on Friday, and it's kind of standard stuff. Now, here's a little bit of nuance for you. If you go to the Red Arrows, and please go to my YouTube channel, uh, you see the volume that I have here and the the uh, decline. Uh, we closed well above the low and well ab ab above the previous breakout point. So it suggests to me that over the course of the day, yes, you had some selling, but there, there were some folks that wanted to buy from, from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. To, uh, to close out the weekend. So let's go to the next chart, Mike, please. And the, I, I almost couldn't believe that. This is from a week ago. So here, the, 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 uh, uh, the, it's the original breakout to get to that 100 level, 84.71. The trend is up. My thesis is intact. Uh, please let your winners run and please cut your losses. This is the kind of action that we're seeing here. All right, and then uh, here's the weekly chart, longer term, and I, sh I showed here the buy back in July on the then big increase in volume, the run to to uh, the the highs at, at 71, and this blast through it, which was really distinctive. Take a look at this, 74.95, it just took off, and uh, please note the pattern: you build a base, you explode into new highs on on big volume. And then you do it again. And we're doing it here at this level. That was a, uh, an all-time high on a 548% increase in volume. That's about as pretty as it gets in the chart world. So, um, so far, uranium, we're up 70. We're, we're, uh, it's more than a double from the start of the year. We're up it's a, 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 close to a triple for since inception. We've gone from 42.90 to 86.31. And all this week, CNBC was talking about Apple and, and you know, new screens on, on, on the 13. And, you know, we find unique opportunities. We look places where other people are not. Uh, please see my, my Twitter, my YouTube, my other social media, uh, especially with Uranium, where I have laid out with timestamps the, the process, the original uh, buy and what I've encountered since then in my, in my work and in my research. And I, I, I can't be more transparent. I showed the 10 reasons why we, we bought it uh, and, and then additional incremental bullish information. And I'm looking for bearish information too, but this is where we are right now. 
Uh, and I just brought this up because uh, uh, John Quakes, at Quakes99 on Twitter, brought up uranium. And this narrative was that, uh, you know, this is Reddit, Wall Street, Bets, uh, GameStop kind of stuff. And I'm on Wall Street Bets all the time. Before this big move, no one on Wall Street Bets was talking about it hardly. I, could, I couldn't even find it most, most days. So uh, I don't buy that, 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 uh, that rationale that, oh, this is just short-term money, dumb money coming in. Uh, I don't buy it. Um, and, and, I, and I said that uh, on, on Twitter last week that they weren't there uh, uh, prior to this big move. So that's Uranium and uh, Joe, Rhode Island. I hope that I've been, been helpful with that. And please tell me if I need to clarify. Text me anytime you want. Uh, next in the portfolio is Global X Copper Miners, COPX. We, we uh, uh, closed below the 200-day and I sold the third. And here we are now where it looks like copper's rolling over. We're seeing the second part of the sell discipline, the 50-day coming through the 200. It's threatening to do that. Looks like it wants to, and I'm going to sell another third. And for new subscribers and people that are, are thinking about Bakes Takes Plus, I'm going to add a lot of value because I know how to sell stocks. And there, there are very few people that have a, 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 an overt, predetermined, sell discipline to get out of stocks as best as you can and i've done it i've shown it i've demonstrated it and i want to do it for you so that you don't have a lot of red on your screen and you don't have stocks that go down 80 percent and and take away from the winners that you have like you are in them next uh pro shares short msci emerging growth uh, we own this and it is very promising to me look at the volume picking up here and it's oh, I'm just kind of putting all these things together. And this is from going through 1,700 charts every month. But the fact that I'm 35% in cash, I'm 20% short, I'm 25% uranium. Your Merrill Lynch broker is not going to tell you how to do that. And your Robinhood uh, friends probably aren't there either. Uh, it's just flat out working. But the fact that the market is telling me that these shorts are perking up in emerging markets copper which is the best economist out there is 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 weakening uh it gives me some caution so that gets me to my next chart which is the spy the s p 500 the the etf and this is with the backdrop of a number of wall street firms saying oh it's september and bad things happen in september and crashes happen in october so get ready for the correction uh, the drumbeat is so loud, I, I almost don't think it's going to happen like that. Um, but, you know, it is weakening. You're seeing the SPY close at 441 uh, below the 50-day moving average. It is not as important as the 200-day, but it just shows, and, it, and the volume's picking up. Now, Friday was triple witch, so that makes the volume go up too. Um, it isn't as important as the 200-day, which is now at 409, give or take. Uh, but it's a 65 increase in volume, and it's just cautionary that 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 uh, things are weakening, and we want to be alert to that. I think we're very well positioned, but I and I want you to be positioned too. So that's why I bring it up. All right. So my take is own some uranium here. I'll alert you to the dips. 79 and 71 are my, are my next points. Uh, I think dips in the rest of the market are more likely, given what we were seeing in copper and and uh, the short emerging markets fund uh, and elsewhere. It's just we're getting tired. 
So stay tuned, and I, I hope to, uh, to to add value as you go forward. My next segment is Gray Swan, and this is a little tongue-in-cheek. It's a serious subject, uh, but a black swan is something like COVID. Comes out of left field, hardly anybody's talking about it, and, and just wallops people. Uh, this is a gray swan that is, you know, I kind of say, this is out of The Guardian, for example, this article. It's, it's not going to be on page two or three of the Wall Street Journal anytime soon, I don't think. But this is just a fact. Uh, from the Guardian, China sends 19 aircraft into Taiwan's air defense zone, and uh, there's there's been tension between China and Taiwan for a long time. It is not getting talked about a lot. I've mentioned this, and I've mentioned the the uh, resistance that is growing to the way they're oppressing people in Hong Kong, and I think that if if this turns into uh, military engagement, active fighting, or warfare then that is going to be a, uh, uh, a surprise to many investors that where the risk premium has to go up. And so I just want you to hear about it here so that you're not uh, completely blindsided. And then also from my chart work this past month is Taiwan Semiconductor, uh, TSM. And uh, this is what they call a death cross, which is you know, a little extreme. It's a stock. It isn't a life. But the uh, 50 day coming down through the 200 is a bad sign it could be resolved to the upside most of the time they're resolved to the downside and is it a coincidence that this is looking so bad in the face of of the the china antagonism and so um especially this is a semiconductor company chip shortage they're raising prices but the stock's rolling over. It's just something that gives me some pause, and I think it should give you some pause. And for my Chinese subscribers or my Taiwanese subscribers, please weigh in. What are you seeing on the ground? Any links you can send? I'm, 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 I'm a sponge, and I'd like to be better, even better informed. Next is Reporters of the Week, and this is from uh, Fast Money on the 16th. At 33 minutes, Melissa Lee the CNBC uh, anchor for Fast Money uh, is uh, the headline here is gauging uranium's bull run with global X's Rohan Reddy, and this is the first time I've seen them discuss this. And uh, Guy Adami chimed in, uh, who I like a great deal. Uh, that the Karen Fireman, another lady there, was was talking about uranium, but it's the first time CNBC has has mentioned it. And again, we mentioned it back in in uh, June, July of of last year. So uh, please stay tuned to, to, to this channel, and, um, and I hope to be adding more down the road. So I'm sorry, I, this is my take, I, I'm sorry I pound URN so hard, but please note the methodology, the logic, the timestamps that, that uh, you know, lead to these gains, and, and judge for yourself if you, if you think it's, it's worthwhile to pay attention to what I do here, and we do here. Uh, charge tweets and, and posts of the week. This is John Quakes again at Quakes99 and points to the Bear Traps report from Larry McDonald, which I reference here uh, a great deal, and uh, talking about the, 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 the squeeze in the market, the breaking out to the upside of uranium, and it's finally playing uh, catch up with the, the stock. So the metal uh, is gone from, from roughly 30 to 50, and he sees from here... 200 to 300% upside in the uranium names versus 20 to 30% downside. I agree with him. I think, frankly, the uh, the upside might be greater. 
but uh, uh, stay stay tuned and and I recommend both uh, John and uh, and Larry's work. I think they're fantastic. Yellow Bull at Yellow Bull Eleven uh, uh, tweeted out that you know even with this big move, this is thirty billion dollars. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Apple could buy every stock out there in an afternoon. It's 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 a relatively tiny amount, and the potential capital that can come in here via hedge funds, via ESG focused funds, and I'm going to talk about that with with uh, Gus from from Share Scoops and retail is incredible. I think that uh, if you're ESG focused, you have to consider uranium. It is just good for the planet and good for your wallet, and both of those bring a smile to my face and a tear to my eye. So uh, I hope I've been strident enough there. And uh, uh, gold still stinks, and I said that very forcefully in a, in a recent, uh, uh, in response to a recent question from a subscriber. A GLD, this is the Spider Gold Shares ETF, which is monstrous. Uh, but it was a, a huge gap down on Thursday and finished in the red on Friday. And just the, the um, I'm going to take the chart books over the textbooks here. The, the, the textbook would tell you the, the, the Fed is printing money like crazy and inflation is going higher and, and uh, we ought to be seeing, you know, uh, $2,000 plus gold and gold doesn't care. And so it isn't, I'm going to go by with the, what the market is, not with the, what I think the market should be. And I'm going to avoid gold. And, um, and I think you should, should too. Uh, and I hope I have some Japanese subscribers that uh, uh, the, through the chart work this week, this is the MSCI, MSCI Japan ETF from iShares, which is the, you know, the large cap uh, Japanese stocks. And something's going on here uh, to the positive. It's picking up. The, we hit a recent new high. The volume is increasing. Uh, I'm doing more work here, and I'd love your help from Japan to my subscribers there. You can tell me what you're seeing. And then Wisdom Tree. Uh, uh, the their small cap uh, dividend uh, ETF is is acting very much the same. So something good is going on in Japan. I don't know, uh, you know, I don't have a, a a fully formed thesis at this point, and I'd love you help for me to form one. But I want you to keep this on your radar screen uh, as as um, uh, we progress. Uh, so my take is. Uh, the individual investor has a huge advantage, and I don't think that most of you realize it. You know, if you're running a, a, a mutual fund uh, or, or, or a big institutional portfolio, you know, you have to pay attention to an index. You have to be fully invested. You have to answer to committees, which, you know, influences your thinking. You have liquidity restrictions, turnover restrictions. You don't have any of that. And you just want to make money. I just want to make money. And, and I'm working hard to help you build your hedge fund and make money every year, even when the overall market declines. And most of you haven't seen a market decline. It's been up and to the right for 10 years. And I know that sounds audacious to make money when the market's down, but that's what I'm trying to do. And uh, please come along for the ride. Uh, so that's the show, folks. Please also subscribe to my Bakes Takes YouTube channel. The audio is the same, but the charts that I reference are on the screen. Follow us on Twitter at BakesTakes underscore and other social media. Please, please use your voice memo app 
Tape your questions and email to bakes at bakestakespodcast.com or write in if you prefer. I'll keep you anonymous if you'd like. Thank you for listening. Mike Wilson is my producer. Thank you as always, especially for moving the times around. Have a great week. This is Bakes. And uh, for my Beacon segment, uh, I hope you saw this. It's got 3 million plus views. This is the Foo Fighters uh, uh, playing Everlong and uh, 11-year-old Nandy Bushel. Uh, is a, uh, I believe, uh, British, uh, challenged uh, Dave Grohl to a, a, a drum battle. Uh, he says he lost. Uh, and it, it, it was in the middle of the pandemic, it was, you know, one of the positive things you could hold on to out there. Well, she comes on stage at the Forum in Los Angeles, plays with the whole band, kills it. And uh, just the sheer joy on both Grohl's and, and, and Nandy's face is 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 textbook so click on the link uh seven or eight minutes and it's worth your time in my view and for much needed levity uh, uh comedians in cars getting coffee jerry seinfeld it might have been on 10 years ago and i just discovered it i'm binge watching it like crazy uh and the episode that i have here is with carl reiner and mel brooks that are legends and um, I, I, I just think you'll get a kick out of it. So I'll see you soon, folks. Take care. Bye now. Bye.